In my writing and my second brain workshops, I've gotten a lot of interest on this concept of time block planning, which is originally espoused by Cal Newport. So I went back on one of his old interviews and looked for him talking about his own idea. And this is Cal Newport on Ryan Holiday's podcast, talking about how you can view your calendar like a chessboard. Time blocking is how I have for a very long time organized my day. So it was something I talked about on my blog. I went back to try to find the earliest references. I mean, I think it goes all the way back to 2013, but then I wrote about it in Deep Work, which was 2016. And it was my way of controlling my time and attention. I thought this was a, a pretty large uh, missing component to a lot of time management systems was this notion of, okay, when you actually get to your day, how do you figure out what I'm going to do? And a lot of the big systems, if we do like David Allen's or you go back to some of the mentality even of Stephen Covey's is based around like prioritization, task, you have list, you have context, you have different priorities for task. And it's about going to your list and saying what's next. And what I had discovered is that if you look at the whole day like a chessboard, you know, okay, I'm, I'm really busy here. I have free time here. I'm going to have a really busy into the day. You can start moving things around in a way that makes a lot more sense. Like, well, right now is going to be the time to work on this because I see what's happening at three o'clock. Or at three o'clock, I'm going to have this window here. Maybe I should do a bunch of email there. But I probably should, you know, when I go to run this errand, get these other things done. You see all the time, like chess pieces. It turns out you can get a lot more out of that same day than if you instead just try to go uh, moment by no moment. Okay, what's next? What's next? The other benefit I used to get from time blocking is it keeps you on task. Because if you're just working, if your idea is like, look, I'm going to work today. I'm going to try to get a reasonable amount of stuff done. I have some lists. I have some meetings. You know, okay, I'm going to take some breaks, obviously. Like, oh, this is what I'm doing for this half hour. I've already decided that. So no, I'm not going to take a break. Sure. Uh, look at like baseball trade rumors, right? Like I'm locked into this right now. And if you want to take breaks, you schedule them in. So you also get more out of your time. So it had just been my secret sauce. So time block planning is a way to be more intentional about how you spend your time and to get some sort of accountability as to how long each task actually takes instead of how long you hope they take. This is in contrast to a to-do list system or a priority task queue where you don't really batch or sequence anything. Well, but see, one of the advantages of blocking over just listing is now you can look at your whole day and say, well, what's the best way to get these five things done. And well, the best way is that like these three, I can consolidate, they're kind of short and I'm going to do it in this one hour block between these two right. meetings, which means this one I probably should do right now in the morning because I have 90 minutes and it's going to take that long. Uh, and this, this other one, you know what, I'm going to have to move that call because this is really urgent. And then that's where that's going to fit in. And suddenly you get all five done. Whereas otherwise you might've wasted the first 60 of those 90 minutes sort of doing email and then miss that window in between because, you know, and, and you, you end up getting, uh, you end up getting less done. And then the other part of time blocking is when you break your schedule so it doesn't work out because something goes long or something drops on your plate, which is fine and normal, you rebuild it. So in the planner, there's these columns. So as you, as you uh, break a schedule, you cross out the rest, you move over to the next column, and then you fix the schedule nice. in that column. And then if you break it again, you, you cross out and you move over to the next column, right? So you have, you rebuild your schedule when it changes. So you're always trying to maintain intentionality about like, okay, what's the best I can do with the time that's left. But that exercise really teaches you how long things take. And you start to realize like, okay, I can't just fool myself into how long it's going to take to 
whatever, write this type of memo because I have to rebuild my schedule. So then you start to develop a much more nuanced understanding of this takes much longer than I think. The last and hardest pill to swallow for the tech geeks listening is that Cal Newport thinks that we should do this on paper and not on any sort of digital tool. It's pretty funny because I'm looking at a fundraising announcement from Reclaim.ai that helps you reclaim your hours by batching things for you. Um, and he, it's not about that. It's about the manual process of going through your day. Keep in mind that he does have a vested interest. He's doing a podcast because he's selling a time block planner as a book. But conflict of interest is also a synonym for skin in the game. So hear him out. The impulse in today's society is like, oh, digital is where that should happen because it, you know, you adjust one thing and then it can adjust all the other things. But it, but it strikes me there's actually probably something to the physical form being forced to do it by hand that you like about it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, it means you don't have to go on your computer <laughs> right. to, to see what's going on and to adjust it. So if you're in you're you're in a mode where you're reading or writing and you don't want to go on to a, a tool, uh, you don't have to. Yeah, it's embodied. So you're you're drawing out these blocks, you're crossing out the blocks, uh, and and so I agree with that. And and I don't know, digital tools. I mean, they have their place. Obviously, I think there's certain things that digital tools are good for. I, I think digital tools are good for calendars because. Look, if you have a really busy schedule, there's a lot of appointments coming and going and moving. And I think digital takes that out. I think digital tools are good for keeping your master task list because a lot or of collaborating. people- Collaborating. Yeah, or collaborating like we're doing. Or if you want to keep track of 500 tasks, like I don't want to write all those and move them around or this or that. But I think for scheduling, um, there's something to it. I mean, there, there was this movement you know, in the early 2000s, like 2000 to 2008, there was this productivity movement that thought, computer algorithms combined with productivity was going to like unlock stress-free work and peace. And it was going to make everything much easier that we could kind of, what was causing us stress was trying to figure out like what to work on and what was going on in our schedule and computers should be able to do that. Right. And then, and then we could, we could make work much less stressful. We could basically outsource all the executive decision-making to machines. And that's when you got tools like OmniFocus in which, uh, you could have tasks that existed with these different statuses and contexts and then run these complex queries that would essentially spit out work on this, you know, um, and none of that worked. None of that worked, right? It, it turned out like you can't, uh, that wasn't the key. Uh, the, 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 if we could just outsource into these digital tools, like really complicated tools would tell us like what to do and we could just crank widgets and the whole thing would be just sort of automatic and life would be low stress. It didn't work out. It turns out that like a big part of the art of work is figuring out what to work on and when to work on it and doing stuff is hard. And actually most of the difficulty was actually doing stuff, not in the deciding what to do. Right. And that actually just having a piece of paper and just confronting your day and saying, what do I want to do today was, was actually ends up being the right thing to do. That having a computer database spit out, make this call next and you would just do it. That didn't work. It, there's not, there's few things better than just, I'm confronting the whole picture and this is roughly my plan, and I have to just do it now. In the show notes, I've actually included a link to timeblockplanner.com, where Cal actually walks you through the process of time block planning. So you could actually just do it by yourself. You don't actually need the planner. Uh, and it's just a short 10-minute video. I've also included my tweet thread on your calendar as a to-do list, because that's my take on it. Let me know what you think and what questions you have. I love to do a follow-up episode on this one.